0: Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Oh, 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 we have a wonderful show in store for you today. I got a really wonderful guest in studio with me today i'm very thrilled to have her here with me and we'll get to her in just a moment of course i know you've been waiting all week long anxiously for your quotes of the day from the universe and abraham let's see what the universe and abraham have in store for us today first from the universe When you understand that your disappointment in another's behavior or choices always stems from their immaturity, or yours, rather than their unkindness, or yours, it becomes much harder not to keep skipping through life, giddy with joy, smelling the flowers. Moreover, when you understand that with enough maturity on your end, you can always find peace in all of your relationships, it becomes much harder not to run down the street kissing everyone you meet on both cheeks. Kiss, kiss the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley and the universe. I think the universe is being kind of playful with us today, though making kind of an important point. You know, it's. we we have a tendency to think that you know people are out there and they're just being mean just for the sake of being mean and most of the time that's not the case. Um, the universe is calling it immaturity, and and I always like to say you know what everybody's doing the best they can with what they know, what they have, and what they've experienced at the time, and uh, it's up to us to be um, more mature. It's up to us to see things from a broader perspective so that we can help to change that cycle and let's see what Abraham has for us today Hmm. all is well and you will never get it done life is supposed to be fun no one is taking score of any kind and if you stop taking score so much you will feel a whole lot better And as you feel a whole lot better, more of the things that you want right now will flow to you. You will never be in a place where all of the things that you are wanting will be satisfied right now, or then you could be complete and you can never be. This incomplete place that you stand is the best place that you could be. You are right on track, right on schedule. Everything is unfolding perfectly, all is really well have fun have fun have fun abraham hmm sounds like abraham is playing santa claus today but yes all is well and you never get it done you know sometimes and 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 you know he talks about you know stop taking score so much when we stop taking score we feel so much better because Sometimes we get so caught up in like, oh, did I achieve this? Did I get that? Oh, look what they did. Oh, I wish I could do that. I need to do that. Oh, my God. I got to work harder. Oh, no, I got to do more. Oh, my God. And, you know, before you know it, we've, you know, got ourselves all tied up in this mental knot. And we forget that really the purpose of life is to experience joy and have fun with what we're doing. And what Abraham's trying to remind us is that you know what? You're never going to have everything. You're never going to reach every goal. You're never going to have every achievement that you want to have because we're here for the sake of desiring the next thing to expand, to grow, to move forward. And you know what? It's okay that we won't ever get it all done. That's why we're going to come back over and over and over again. We're going to have lots and lots of chances to get it all done. So instead of keeping track and keeping score and looking at these numbers on a screen and thinking that our value as a human being is tied to these numbers and this supposed thing we call a bank account and like that's where we should arrive our joy from, why don't we just stop doing that and arrive our joy from the moment and what we're engaged in and what we're doing and just being present and not worrying about... Ooh, did I get a gold star on that one? Oh, I only got a bronze star. Oh, she got a silver star. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, it's all just way too much work for me. It just wears me out. And I think the uh, Abraham is saying, again, one of my favorite quotes, everything is unfolding perfectly. I can't remember where I heard it the first time, but I just love the quote that... Whether we realize it or not, the universe is unfolding exactly the way it is supposed to. But, you know, we think we know better. We have to be God's manager. You know, we have to, you know, rearrange and and redistribute exactly the way things are supposed to be. And we can't, we have a really hard time just trusting that, you know what, whether it feels like it or not, things are going along exactly the way they're supposed to. So, remember, the goal is to have fun, have fun, have fun. And when can you have fun? Whenever you want. That's right. Even in the most horrific of situations, you can have fun. You know, a long time ago, I once saw a very poignant movie about World War II with Roberto Benigni. Called Life is Beautiful. And... I think if anything exemplifies the idea that you can find a way to put fun into any, even the most horrid of situations, that movie epitomizes that. And I'm not real big on World War II movies. I got like totally brainwashed with them when I was a little kid it comes with being Jewish, but... That movie I I really loved Um, just for his character's love of life and love of his son and not wanting his son to see the horrors. So in the middle of a concentration camp, finding games and, 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 and finding ways to get his son to see this hardship as a game that they were playing was such a beautiful thing. And I think there's so much we can learn from that for our own life. So, yes, we can have fun. I don't care how horrible your boss is. I don't care if the, your customer just, you know, was yelling you on the phone for three hours. You can find a way to have fun. We just need to pause, take a breath, and just ask ourselves the question, how can I have more fun in this moment? And I'm sure we can find a way. And if you have a hard time, give me a call and I'll just tease you and make fun of you and make jokes at you until you start having fun. And then, you know, you can have fun. Okay, so those are our quotes from the universe and from Abraham. I hope you've enjoyed them. And of course they're so apropos and you know really I do not plan these things out ahead of time I really do no one believes me but I really do take these out of my inbox the morning of the show um, except when I pre-record a show in which case it's the morning of the pre-recorded show Um, but I really don't like plan them out but they're always so perfect for whoever my guest happens to be for that day and today my guest is Helen Hayes and these were like perfect quotes for you aren't they ideal i ideal.
1: was thinking how apropos it was <laughs> as you were reading them and,
0: and it always happens this way with all my guests and i'm so thrilled to have holland here because she is the author of a wonderful book called consciously connecting of course you guys know if you listen on mondays the theme is all about consciousness Well, Holland is a dynamic, motivational speaker and a business consultant. And as a connectivity expert, she has coached and trained hundreds of leaders to achieve their potential. She specializes in facilitating transitions and assessing new beginnings, all the while developing a client's leadership skills. In addition, she plugs you into your goals, boundaries, accountability, and other areas of disconnect in your life. Her practical approach to this subject has made her popular with entrepreneurs and executives across the country. Her goal is to motivate and enlighten her clients as they learn the value of connection and how to bring their gifts to the world. And we are very, very happy to have Helen with us today here on the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Helen.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to play.
0: Yay! <laughs> oh, it's definitely time to play. It's that holiday season. I don't know. I'm just feeling joyful
1: as you should and I think that was such a beautiful open and I think what you've really done is remind everyone to stay connected to playtime and Mm. what's really important in the season because we tend to forget that because we're Uh caught up in a little bit of you know the Joneses Uh and competition and who's got the most presents under the tree or are you really buying eight for all of the (laughs) days of Hanukkah or do you only bought six what's wrong with your family and it's really not about any of that it's about the joy of connecting to each other and what fun we can have Right, right
0: i mean it's so funny how like the holiday season is supposed to be such a time of celebration yet it's such a time of stress and anxiety for so many people I think primarily because of dealing with their families, but not, not only. I mean, we tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves for like meeting our end-of-year goals before the end of the month and doing all that stuff. And that really does kind of disconnect us from our joy and our happiness, doesn't it?
1: Yes, it does. And what we have to remember is that our goals are fluid. Mm. and just like the calendar is fluid we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that we're meeting january and it's a start over it's a do-over and we're ending december and really our lives are fluid they continue on and we have to be open to reset and rewire
0: a little bit
1: but we want to continue with what we didn't finish if if it is still important to us
0: right right and you know it's it's so funny uh, everybody always looks at like the december 31st as the end of the year uh, or, or january 1st is the beginning of the year but I don't know. Maybe I just got too programmed as a little kid. But to me, I still feel like September is the beginning of the year, especially because most people take vacation during the summertime yeah. anyway. So, I mean, like, why do we always have to think of it just because that's the calendar? Okay, great. That's the calendar end of year. But, but I mean, the way we live our lives, I mean... I don't know, especially being in New York City, you know, it's like September is the beginning of fall. To me, I just still feel like September is the beginning of the year to me. And like, this is just winter break.
1: (laughs) That's true. And what, so there are many new beginnings during the course of the year. And I think what's really important is when people begin to understand that, when we understand that collectively, we realize there are new beginnings in every opportunity, every new relationship, everything that is happening
0: is new right yeah it's all new it's all new wonderful wonderful um jeez, oh, we didn't get i wanted to ask you, if you background stuff we're getting time all right let, let let's go out to break early and when we come back i i gotta ask you you know like how did you come to write this book and all that other good stuff but we're gonna have a lot of fun in the process more so. playtime more playtime yes yeah. so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity My guess this hour is holland hayes and we will be right back
2: You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network.
0: Are you on a path of consciousness or spirit? Is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you? Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Um, I'm your host, Sam Liebwitz, and I'm very, very... thrilled to have Holland Haas here with me in studio um, discuss primarily her book Consciously Connecting a Simple Process to Reconnect in a Disconnected World um, but Holland I, I you know we were rambling on I was just having too much fun last and I get it didn't get a chance to ask you you know kind of how you evolved into becoming a connectivity expert I mean like when you were a little girl were you like talking to people about oh we got to connect to ourselves or like mommy mommy when I grow up I want to be a connectivity expert
1: no but I <laughs> spending a lot of time talking to myself about ah. how to connect the dots and figuring things out. I was one of those children that was very happy to play by myself and be in my room. Oh, so when I was really? punished, it took my parents a while to realize <laughs> putting me in my room was not a punishment. They actually forgot right. about me. And you know, four ah. hours later, they were like, wait a second, we've lost her. She's,
0: she's not complaining. <laughs> What's going on here? We got to find a different way to yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that was it. Wow, that's great.
1: <laughs> but I, I've i had a myriad of jobs like hmm. like everyone, right? right. Uh, I don't mm. think these are the days where you start with something and end with something. We, we kind of are in the flow and we're, we're, we're that, always... Right? You
0: know, I once heard, once heard Seth Godin say how like in our parents' generation, they usually had one job, stayed there their whole life, retired with a gold watch. In our generation, most people have somewhere between three and seven jobs mm-hmm. or careers in a lifetime. And in our children's generation—they're going to have seven careers simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So things are definitely shifting. They're different. And they're
1: yeah. very different. So for me, I come from human resources, wow. and I've been in sales, and okay. I've been in mortgage banking. And what I realized Ooh. for myself was, mm-hmm. while I didn't always give people what they wanted, mm-hmm. I always connected them to what they needed, ah. and I was always great in the big picture and helping them connect the dots, which is how the consulting business began. Uh, because so often uh, as a business leader or a business owner, we d- we forget uh, that we we are hyper focused on one or two things that we're really good at or where right. we want to see a business go. Right. And we forget everything else. And, and that can really start to crumble the foundation.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. And, and, and I see you really love connecting the dots and Did you you also draw outside the lines or did you just connect the dots?
1: You know, it was interesting. For a very long time, I was stuck in perfectionism. Ah. And actually, if I colored and I went outside the lines, I left that picture and moved on to a new one because to oh. me it was ruined. And then it wasn't until my brother who was all about outside the lines <laughs> completely uh, sure. whole other conversation uh that I started to see there was real beauty in the being d- able to mix those colors and not be so perfect mm. and create a picture within a picture within a picture and so nice. then I started to go outside the lines oh, and wonderful. it was a lot of fun to get messy. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I guess
0: when you're like so like oh it's got to be like this yeah. and then also it's whew. Well
1: you you cut yourself off from a different part of creativity which right. is the the spontaneity and the impulsivity which is right. super important right. to tap into being as creative as you possibly
0: can right right absolutely absolutely and you kind of uh, uh, disconnect yourself from that that childlike playfulness that doesn't know like you're supposed to stay in the lines Mm -hmm. I mean I have a friend who has like a three-year-old boy and he's been so wonderful the way him and his wife have been raising him he has no concept of the idea of staying within lines Mm because they never ever said that they never ever encouraged him to like draw within in the line so it's wonderful to see so um i'm I'm sure you've worked with lots and lots of entrepreneurs and business people but was there anything in particular that kind of led you to write this book was there something that you saw that like you know motivated you that said you know i really need to talk about this
1: well that was twofold uh i was doing a lot of workshops and and lectures and i kept hearing uh from from questions people were disconnected Mm. and they weren't saying the word disconnect but my brain was hearing disconnection over Uh, and over uh, uh, again so I was I guess you could say disconnected to what Uh, disconnected to how to have more playtime disconnected to how to create more family time Mm. how to get off the computers how to not Mm. bring work home how to lead how to build teams there were just so many different areas and my Mm -hmm. brain just kept categorizing it as Disconnection. I see. So so it was already there. And of course, the universe had this master plan because at mm-hmm. that time I didn't really realize there was a book.
3: Right. And
1: then I myself was right there on the precipice of Disconnect as I was going through Central Park beautiful spring day mm. enter the park 59th Street yeah. I wait I wait 11 months for everything to bloom uh. and there it's blooming <laughs> and I'm walking on the path head-on taxis and I was about five feet from a taxi and Ooh. looked up and I thought oh my goodness because what was I doing I was texting and uh. checking emails the, the very thing that I never thought I would cross over and be mm. I was Became. I was doing uh. and I was suddenly being in that mm. way for everything and realized oh I got a problem uh. and so they kind of it kind of came together and I woke up one day and really felt and saw the vision for the book mm-hmm. and then as I was continuing to do workshops mm-hmm. I was using everyone as as testing <laughs> testing ground and and people were Your really pigs. yes yeah. well I didn't want to say that but yes yeah. and they didn't and and they didn't know and then some of them later said you did this when I was in such and such a <laughs> workshop. But people were responding well and they loved it and they loved uh, the exercises of going out to connect more to being instead mm. of always doing. Because that's what we've we've kind of caught up uh, yes. ourselves as humans, yes. you
0: know. Yes, I know, I know. I, I say to people all the time, we're not human doings, we're human beings. And, and when we learn to sort of refocus ourselves and how we're being in a given situation or given moment and given task, that then things tend to flow much better, don't yes, they? Yes,
1: and that's why you'll notice in the book, Consciously Connecting, mm-hmm. it's not about getting out a pad and a paper or, a, you know, going out and setting up the perfect altar and buying 15 things. <laughs> it's not about that. It's about yeah. reading a couple pages and then setting out with a different intention to be and mm. connect in a different way for that particular week.
0: Right, right. Interesting. Yeah, it, it was really when I, uh, when I started to read through the book, I was kind of surprised myself. So, oh, you've kind of organized this through the calendar cycle, mm-hmm. didn't you?
1: Yes, I did.
0: Yeah, that was interesting. What, uh, had you started writing this uh, in January or was there something no. No, like, like no? So you weren't following the calendar, but you came up with this idea of, of following the calendar uh, in the chapters.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I started late February. Uh, Uh, and I was originally going to have 52 weeks for the 52 calendar weeks. Uh And then as I was into it and it had written several, I don't know, maybe 20 weeks, I started to realize my linear brain Mm. started to say, wait a second, when someone picks this up in the middle of the year, which you want them or any time to be able to jump in and use this, how are they going to know week 16? Yeah. Who's going who's to go to a calendar and count out 16 right, weeks right, to know where right. they are? And then if they miss a week, because I, I give you permission to mm-hmm. jump in and jump out and to miss and to not be shamed and to mm-hmm. just take the journey and go with the flow. However, mm-hmm. it reveals itself. Right. How will people know if right. they stop week 47? Right. So I thought that's too difficult. So then I had the idea that I would break it down into the 12 months of the year, mm-hmm. giving each month its own theme mm-hmm. and then four weekly exercises within that theme. Mm-hmm. And then you've got days for pause, reflection, rest, either before good, or after.
0: Good, good. And so how did you come up with the title Consciously Connecting? I mean, I get it that you, it, it, you, you're, you're all about connecting. I mean, I would have thought connecting the dots since you seem to be really <laughs> connecting the dots. But I mean, you and you've worked a lot in sort of this, this business arena with entrepreneurs and stuff. You know, consciously connecting is kind of a little, little woo woo.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. I Well, I do work with a lot of individuals also who don't Mm -hmm. own businesses Ah. and don't have the desire to ever own a business, but want to be, uh, empowered and want Mm -hmm. to embrace life as well. And haven't Mm -hmm. been able to connect the dots. So Mm -hmm. there's that piece. I did have it titled connecting the dots at one point, Ah but someone else had that. (laughs) And and what I realized though, is that we are living on a diet of disconnect Mm. And what I want to take my mission, my global dream is to have all of us really pause at what is consciously connecting for us mm. to our boundaries, mm-hmm. our playtime, our goals, how we redesign what family means to mm. us yeah. and what is the right family or the right relationship, how to consciously connect to the right conversation, Mm. the the conversation that works for that moment. So often we have throwaway conversations and Mm. we we meet for coffee and we throw it away because we're connected to our devices. And so it's really about we need to come from the conscious place of connection then our lives shift and evolve and we begin to feel our power and what we're here to do and offer
0: to others right and and while technology has been a great tool to help us connect with people around the world it can also be a great distraction but so, so, what you're saying is, it's really more the, the, the level of awareness that we bring to using this tool um, that really dictates how well we connect, whether yes. it's in person or at a distance.
1: Yes, we have forgotten about the people in front of us. We have forgotten that when emails keep going back and forth, chances are we need to go a little old school and pick up a telephone (laughs) and say hi, because exactly exactly what's happening here with your listeners, if you're texting this, you can't hear the warmth, you can't hear the fun, you can't hear the giggles, because a real laugh Mm -hmm. is not the same as LOL. Yes. (laughs) It's It's just not. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I know. And I know. And and the thing that's so interesting is I know that this is an issue, not just here in New York City or in the United States, but literally around the globe, Mm -hmm. because one time I, I was doing a show. And um, I was supposed to have this guest on who was a hostage negotiator, and he never called in. He was overseas. And as it turned out, I learned after the show, he was stuck because there was some uh, revolt in a prison or something. And so he had to go there to to negotiate, of course. So I'm talking all about negotiation, about, you know, with our families and even trying to get people to like sit down in the meal and have a meal together. And this guy calls up and he's like, Oh, you know, what you're saying is like so relevant to me and my family. I'm always trying to get my kids to stop, you know, playing playing on their phones during dinner dinnertime, but blah, blah. I'm like, and he had a bit of an accident. I was like, where are you calling from? And he says, New Delhi, India. And I was like, whoa. So yeah, like even halfway around the globe in India or anywhere, you know, it it's such an allure, isn't it? Technology that, you know, to be able to, to text and email and do all this stuff in an instant, it, it, it does give us something. I mean, it does give us sort of a, a, a feeling of connection, but at the expense of ignoring what's right in front of our face.
1: Yes, I do believe that technology is wonderful as it is. And Mm -hmm. I do love it. Mm -hmm. I do believe it is the 21st century addiction.
0: Yes. And
1: we will start having people be treated for this, where there Mm -hmm. are going to be programs that will be designed exclusively in the way that alcohol or sex addiction or any of that. Mm -hmm. We are going to have to have that for technology. Well,
0: I know from from our our wellness center here at Double Diamond Wellness, my wife's a psychotherapist, and I know from her that video game addiction is already. Mm -hmm. Mm. I think in the DSM five, I think it's already considered a, a psychological addiction. And so video games to technology, it's just, you know, one more small step.
1: Yes. I do a digital detox workshop Ah, and I have to tell you it it. it is, it is turning into a favorite for people because they don't, they, they want, they want to be able to detox and walk away, but, but they don't really know how.
0: Yeah. I kind of learned that lesson myself a couple of years ago, maybe a year and a half ago or so where, I just stopped responding to emails on the weekend. I'm like, you know what? A weekend is like time to rest and recuperate. I don't need to work 24 hours a day. There's nothing that urgent that like if i don't get back to somebody until monday it's not the end of the world so i mean i would check and i'd read my emails but i made a real clear decision it's like you know unless it's a time sensitive and i really have to get back to the person i do not need to respond until monday um and consequently some people get annoyed at me it's like how come you didn't respond i was like i was busy (laughs) you know it's like it's okay to take time off
1: and that is connecting to the boundaries that you need and right. being very clear and not allowing someone to shame you or pressure you to cross oh, over. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I when I do my own workshops, I always tell people, it's like, look, if you can, turn off your cell phones. The world is not going to end in the next two hours. No. And if it does, you don't want everybody calling you anyway. So yeah, like, it's yeah. okay to disconnect for a little while.
1: Well, I always say, unless it's uh, President Obama right. letting you know we're at DEF CON 3, <laughs> you are the contact, in which case, I do want to Know no. we're there also. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, you must shut it down. Yeah. Not an option.
0: Cool. Yeah. Cool. Wonderful. Okay, great. All right. It's time for us to take another commercial break. All right. Um, when we come back, let's kind of dive into your book a little bit and like how you got started because uh, January is kind of an interesting month and it's coming up. It's so coming up. why don't we talk about All it? All right. Great. And of course, if anyone would like to call in and ask your own questions of Holland or myself, our call-in number is 877-480-4120. You're listening to Living Consciously and we'll be right back.
2: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. talkingalternative.com
0: Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. So, Holland, your book starts in January. Yes. January is a couple of weeks from now. You approach January a little bit differently in your book than I think most people expect. Why don't you enlighten our audience?
1: Well, I really look at... Uh, seasons mm-hmm. and you mentioned that earlier talking about September and yes. that's kind of when the year begins for you and with the calendar year of January we need to honor seasons and mm-hmm. many of us are not really in sync if you haven't been exercising for those that right, do it right. uh, religiously continue to do that but for a lot of people that's where they struggle Yeah. and then what happens is we're trying to do something as the days are shorter and they're right. dark and it's cold and we don't really feel inspired to do it. Uh, So it's about changing the mindset and reflecting Mm. and doing some work on the inside first Mm -hmm. so that we're ready for the outside as spring rolls around. Right, and
0: I'm a big believer and I didn't used to be, but I've turned into a real big believer in sort of following nature and learning from nature and when you look at nature, again, we're in the northeast of the United States, we're the northern hemisphere of the world, you know, you have to adjust things according to where you live, but here in New York City, you know, Winter is a time to rest. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, hibernation—not a meaning you don't do anything, but it's a time for re- inner reflection of staying inside because it's cold outside. It's, it's, it's not um, the outdoorsy summer. Let's right. go out and play and run around and stuff. No, it's a time to like, you know, reevaluate things and 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 you know, look at what's going on. Yet. Because people get so much into this idea of New Year's resolutions that we never end up keeping anyway. Let's face it. I mean, anytime anyone asks me, like, what are my New Year's resolutions, I'm like, that's like so 19th century, you know? (laughs) Yeah,
1: it is. And it really locks us in in a different way. So the idea becomes it's commencement on reflection. That's what I've titled January. So let's be reflective and let's begin setting goals in a different way and Mm -hmm. let's spend some time with gratitude because, you know, and we're all hearing that word. It's a big buzzword yes. these days, but it is so important because yes. as we know, like attracts like. Yes. So the more that we are grateful for every opportunity, right. for right. for our coffee in the morning, for a bed that we sleep in, for whatever it is, yeah. it doesn't have to be that you have a million dollars. Sometimes people think they, they can't really count their blessings because their blessings aren't where they want them to be yet. Right. But right. as we know, when mm-hmm. you're grateful now, that's how you bring in more. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And
0: and you know, the point of gratitude, it's it's not to be grateful because you have an abundance, it's to be grateful for what you have that you would miss if you didn't have it. That's right. And we all have something in our lives that we're grateful for. Even if let's say we're not living where we wanna live. We don't like our apartment because it's too small, or we don't like our job because, you know, some of the people there are are, you know, a pain. Uh, but lots of times we should just be grateful for having the job. We have the job. We have the
1: money to put food on the table to pay the rent for that super small apartment. Right.
0: I mean, just to be grateful that you're in whatever country you're in, because Mm -hmm. there's some other country out there where if you were there, you'd be a lot less comfortable or be a lot tougher on you, you know, just to be grateful to living the time that we're living in where there is so much uh, abundance around us. I mean, you know, because the mass media tends to promote all the violence and awful things in the world we tend to think the world is like falling apart going crazy and is more violent than ever before and the truth is it's not the world is is a less violent place than it was 500 years ago You know, we just lose this perspective because we get caught up because we're bombarded with these Mm -hmm. images all the time. But the truth is, it's just we have more access to the information about what's going on. In the past, we just didn't have access to the information. So the village next to us could be burning down and everyone's getting killed and we wouldn't know about it. We think, oh, the world's really nice now. And then, you know, now we think like because we know of all this stuff that the world is so much worse. No, it's not worse. It's actually, if you look at the real statistics... Per capita, you know, per human being, how Mm -hmm. many human beings we have, the world is more civilized, more humane and less violent than it has ever been in recorded history of the last 6,000 years.
1: Yes, you are correct. All the more reason that we need to disconnect from so much Mm. news, bad news, and really take some of that time and let's put it towards reading books that are going to get us where we want to go and practicing philosophies that will work towards what we want and spending some time meditating and reflecting and getting journals. Okay, but
0: but I did just hear you say we need to disconnect so consciously connecting is not about necessarily connecting to everything all the time everywhere it's about being more aware of what we're connecting or not connecting to and doing it for very specific reasons
1: that is correct
0: ah, that is correct i had a wonderful example of that in my law of attraction class um Early on, uh, I had a guy come, and I was asking people, like, what do you do and what have you found, like, uh, around connecting or, or, or like, uh, not paying attention to, like, negative media and stuff? And so this guy raised his hand, and he said, you know what I did? He said, I took the uh, remote control on my box and I used the parental control thing to block out all the news channels because he said I was doing day trading and in the beginning I was doing really well but then I started paying attention to like all of these news outlets too much (laughs) and then I was in fear and I was doing awful and I was losing money so I used the parental controls to like block all that stuff out and he said that was like two, three months ago and I've made more money in the last Uh two or three months than I ever did before so it just shows how like when you disconnect from all of that negativity that it actually serves you and you can... To make much more intelligent decisions.
1: Why? Because you are connected mm. to your power. You're connected ah. to that thread. And that's what consciously connecting is working with everyone to do on such a deep but yet mm. simple level. So, Quick story. Yeah. Uh, one of the weeks talks about connecting to those who serve in our life, who pass right. through our lives. Mm-hmm. Maybe the guy at the deli counter, mm-hmm. the waitress, the bus driver. Mm-hmm. By making eye contact and saying mm-hmm. hello and asking someone how they are. So I had, yeah. I had someone write in and say, I don't really understand why I need to do this. This isn't so important. And as you said, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to get a new BFF out of it. Why do I need to do this? Uh, so I wrote back and I said to just try it. And what was interesting is she ended up in an elevator ride saying hello, as mm-hmm. I suggested, Someone bit. Said hello back. They started chatting. Turns out they know the same person that she'd been looking to find. Oh
0: wow! All from just
1: greeting people in an elevator. Hello, and someone bit. And the next thing, so again, the universe oh, was yeah. sprinkling the That's magic. So funny. Uh-huh.
3: That's so so again,
1: we forget to do these things because we're so busy on our devices on that elevator ride instead of making human connection mm, and yeah, contact. Right.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I had a friend who used to love playing with people in the elevator. So as soon as the elevator doors closed, it was a crowded elevator. Turn around and say something like, so you're probably all wondering why I had you all <laughs> gather here today, but we had to you know, postpone reading the will for like another week. <laughs> <laughs> So you have 12 different chapters. You have 12 different themes. Yes, What's yes. your favorite chapter? What's your favorite theme or one of them?
1: Well, it's, it changes based on mm-hmm. what I need at, ah. at whatever time that I may be going through something. But I think it would only be apropos since you opened with play to chat a little bit about June. It's summertime. Ah. Let's go out and play. Okay, And that was really written with the intent of giving adults permission to play. Because ah. so many of us... Yeah. we grow up and we think it's okay Mm -hmm. to make play dates for kids and we forget to make play dates for us.
0: Absolutely.
1: And so my husband and I do something called going off the grid and there's a hashtag now that we've got and, and it's really about leaving your devices at home because Uh again, don't worry someone somewhere will have one Mm
3: -hmm, (laughs)
1: and you, we go off and we have picnics and we ride our bikes down the Hudson or Mm -hmm. across the GW bridge and we just kind of go out without a a set plan. Yeah, well. we go out without a set plan. Other, you know, cool. we're, we're going to be on bikes, and yeah. after that, we have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> and we have some money in a credit card, and right. we go. Cool. And it's—I mean, it's magic. We end up in neighborhoods that we haven't explored, and we end up chatting with people from other countries that are visiting uh. and hanging out with them for a coffee or a wine. And it's okay, just, so
0: you got to tell me one yeah. like really unexpected. Thing that happened during one of these trips that turned out very differently than what you thought.
1: Uh, Okay, so we headed out to ride bikes for the day, and we thought we were going to Governor's Island. Mm -hmm. But because we hadn't planned, we did not go to Governor's Island. Because (laughs) because for many of you who know, no, the line was a three-hour line. Because, of course, we didn't plan it was a holiday weekend. (laughs) So we did everything quote wrong that you would Mm -hmm. say but it was it was right so we ended up in Brooklyn we Mm -hmm. ended up riding through the neighborhoods we ended up meeting some folks who were from Italy and we were reliving our times in Italy and they were sharing what they loved about the states and then it was like hey would you like to have a coffee and off we all went and so Uh, that's what I mean about you end up connecting and now we're connected on Facebook and they've welcomed and told us if we come back they want us to stay and Uh, visit them and nice. and again all because you just go with the flow right. and you don't right, fight right, it
0: right 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 that like you don't always have to plan everything out yeah. or if things don't go according to plan that's not necessarily such a bad thing.
1: right we were and we were just out to play play whatever whatever play meant at the time we we opened up to the journey so
0: that's one of the things I'm so grateful to my wife for because she always likes to go see kids movies and I'm like okay we don't have to borrow someone's kids we can just go see a kid's movie (laughs) right Right. you can be a kid yourself and
1: eat the jelly beans or whatever you like exactly (laughs)
0: exactly okay Believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last commercial break. Wow, this hour is flying by this really
1: fast. This has fast.
0: Yeah. Okay. So when we come back, I got some more questions for you. We're going to have some more fun. We're going to play some more. And if anybody wants to call in and play with us, this is your last opportunity. 877 480 4120. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And we'll be right back.
2: You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
0: Are you on a path of consciousness or spirit? Is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you? back to the Conscious Consultant Hour. My guest this hour has been Holland Haas. I've been such a thrill having you here. So Holland, I have to ask you, because I know for like many authors, like after finally finished working on the book and it's out and it's published, it's kind of like giving birth and sometimes there's this postpartum depression. Uh, how, how was it for you? Like after you have finally got the book out?
1: That's a great question. I I actually was super excited. I didn't have any postpartum and I actually started uh, having ideas for the next book and my husband kept prodding me and saying, you got to sit down and write the next book. And I'm like, well, let's see what the first book does, Ah, you you know, but he's always prodding and pushing in that way, which is great. Do
0: you have the title for this Um,
1: next book? I do, and I'm going to hold that close. No, you'll have to have me back. All right, (laughs) we'll have you back. All right, we'll
3: have you Uh, back.
1: But yes, so so I have just been grateful and feel Mm. really blessed for those who have played along, and I hope there will be many, many more who do.
0: Have Have there been any surprises that came from publishing or writing the book to you?
1: some of the surprises have been I never imagined this would particularly appeal to millennials and there's been a huge shout out from yes. and I also I mean look a a book like this does have its demographics Mm -hmm. I mean we know that and I didn't expect as many men to jump in the pool of playing with Ah, me either. And so that's been exciting. And I think the third thing that I really didn't expect, uh, I did dream that big, I didn't, Mm -hmm. um, was other countries, India, Ah, Brazil, London. I've gotten clients not only from those countries, but many following and the blog and playing along and sending questions. And that's really shocked me too. Wow, that's
0: great. Wow, so it's a worldwide move now.
1: it is and i i did write it in the beginning i did mm-hmm. i did say i want it to be a global movement that we consciously connect and play along with these exercises weekly imagine how that would mm-hmm. elevate the planet yeah if we were all it.
0: harmoniously doing well, i guess it's a case of be careful what you ask for because yeah. you, yeah, you might <laughs> actually get it so what from the whole like process of, mm-hmm. of just writing the book, publishing the book, putting it out there, getting feedback from people, what have you really learned about yourself that you didn't know before?
1: Mm. I really continued the threat of patience, which is not Mm. that... I am patient with others, not necessarily myself, (laughs) and I am very unrealistic Uh. with my time frames. Uh, So I really had to really grab hold of that thread and really work on that so that mm. that that is that is a lifelong one for for me mm. uh that and perfectionism those are the two that i, I really see. do right. do wrestle with mm-hmm. those and mm-hmm. so for me i really had to practice exactly what i teach and help right. others right. to was was really connect my own dots of patience
0: wonderful wonderful So if someone picks up your book and let's say there's someone doesn't know your work, doesn't Mm -hmm. know, they just happen to see it in a bookshelf somewhere, they like the title and they pick it up and they go through it. What is your hope for them? What is your intention for somebody coming to this work and they, you know, without a clue, but they pick it up and they dive into it and they they think it's great. What is your hope for them?
1: My hope and intention is we all have areas of disconnect in our lives. Mm. And I worked very hard to make sure I covered all of them so that anyone at any time picking up this book will be able to thumb through and find what it is that they need whatever area they're disconnected from in their lives they're going to see that they can reconnect and that is why at the beginning of the book I give the permission take this journey however you like what works for you if you want to start in June in January or September and April do it. Mm-hmm. You have the permission. Do what mm-hmm. what is for you. It's your journey.
0: Right, right, right. And as Beautiful. we embrace
1: that, you know, think mm-hmm. about it. As we yeah. embrace the the knowledge of knowing this is my journey and I I have permission mm-hmm. to go about this any way that I choose how that changes us immediately.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's powerful stuff.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um Would you say people in general, the people that have responded and you've gotten to know through this work that the the bigger challenge has been um, being disconnected with themselves or being disconnected with those around them?
1: It's really both. Both? Because when we are disconnected from ourselves, we are disconnected to those around us. Mm, It's really one in the same.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Over the, the the last few years, have you seen any kind of shift or change in how people connect? Do Do you see like, you know, like like your uh, um, what was the hashtag again?
1: Oh, off the grid. Off the grid. Off the grid. Like,
0: have you seen more people doing stuff like like I don't know about you, but I've noticed a little bit more of it. Of like, I'm going off Facebook for the next two two to three yes. weeks or something. I'm 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 going traveling. I'm going to be unavailable via email. Have you seen more and more people? kind of uh, consciously disconnecting and connecting.
1: Yes I see in emails where it will say uh, I will not be so accessible to Mm -hmm. technology so please respect that and I will get back to you as soon as I can and I love that because back in the day people didn't do that. My husband and I years ago we were at Iguazu Falls Mm -hmm. and we would come into the hotel after hiking the falls and having this Uh. wonderful day and we'd come in and we saw this lineup and I finally said to my Husband, you know, I think they're giving away Malbec wine over there, and we should go to the wine tasting. And we headed over, and it was really the Internet line. And oh, so, yeah,
3: really? and it was oh
1: about thirty God. people, and we walked over and we're like, "Where's the wine?" And they're like, "I don't know. Is it in your room?" Like, "We'll yeah. come." And everybody was going to the internet, and we and we looked at that and we said, "Oh, we could care less." Goodbye. And yeah. we went outside to watch the sunset over the falls. And so, ah. so I, I think there's more of the willingness to mm-hmm. disconnect and do those Facebook posts later. And mm-hmm. I even see people now when you go have coffee and things. I'm seeing phones not always on. The table, and
0: I love that I, because
1: that's oh, good, that's one good. of the big ones that I teach. Put it away. Right. The temptation is too great when it's when it's on the table.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. keep it away and. You know, turn your ringer on if you're worried someone's going to call. But, yeah, you don't need to, you know, keep it in front of you to see the lights flashing.
3: Well, there's
1: always those times in our lives that there there is an emergency. There is a sick parent or there is someone mm-hmm. who may go into labor or there, there is something. Right. But we've lost uh, the sensibility of knowing what a true emergency mm. is. Yes, we think everything's absolutely. an emergency. Right. And, and, and that's right, where, right, again, right, right. we really need to reconnect with those boundaries and, and understand.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when someone said something. Uh, you know uh, a, a while ago when like you still dial up to get onto the internet and he said you know one day we're not uh, you know we're talking about we're trying to connect to the internet trying to connect to the internet being so tough and he said you know one day we're not going to know what it's like not to be connected mm-hmm. and I think that day has come yes you know with these devices now we're, we're almost on all the time mm-hmm. and it's so rare but I actually do know somebody who doesn't have a cell phone believe you, it or not you know not. one person I know one person I think that's it. Like one person who doesn't have a cell phone.
1: Okay. Even my mom has a cell phone. I mean, she doesn't really yeah. know how to use use it well. But right. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't leave her a message, but... Right, right,
0: right. Yeah. No, just, she's, she's a yoga teacher and she's just consciously oh, made a choice uh-huh. not to have a cell phone, which is a little inconvenient at times, but, you know, it works but for But I her. bet
1: people still
0: find her i mean i leave messages on her answering machine at At home home when Mm -hmm. she's not there Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know what the big deal is why people can't leave messages it really annoys me like when people call and like you don't pick up and it's like they don't leave a message it's like if you're calling me, you're calling me for a reason. Why don't you leave me a message and let me know why? So if I get it, I can call you back.
1: Well, how about when they don't leave messages, but they try every single line? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they call me on uh, the yeah,
0: phone, yeah. in the office, at home, and they say, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> my mom has a tendency to do that.
3: But <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh,
0: she, she, she's very stubborn. She keeps going until she gets what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Holland, it's been a, such a pleasure oh. having you here. Um, if if people want to you know learn more about your book, find it, where can they buy it, where can they find more information about your work?
1: Yes, well the book is available at amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, balboa press.com, so oh. through my website which is hollandhaus.com uh, that? so that's h o l l a n d like the country h a i i s. So okay. i say double l's and double i's. Oh. That's how you'll find me. Okay. Yes, Very good.
0: Um, Very good. And anything special coming up in the new year?
1: Well, I am doing for a lot of uh, individual uh, companies, private companies, uh, I'm doing a lot of workshops. So if mm-hmm. you're someone out there that has a, uh, a large business, a small business, mm-hmm. I, I tailor make these workshops and a lot of great topics leadership, how to build teams.
0: Do you find like working with corporations, like you really have to kind of shift the mindset? In a different way yes. than working with
1: individuals? Yes, very much so. And and I start at the top, you know, instead mm. of trickle down, I, I work on trickle up, you know, because ah. a lot of times they've really forgotten. Yeah. Leaders have forgotten or maybe don't know how to lead. How, mm. and, and so that's really important if you want to maintain and develop a really good team. Ah,
0: gotcha. Gotcha. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. The pleasure's been mine. Oh, I
0: love it. Oh, I love when I have such wonderful guests. Um, any target for when the next book is out so I know when to have you back on
1: uh, no target yet still still working on it finalizing and uh, uh, the universe will let me know when when the okay. time is right they'll tap me on the shoulder.
0: Okay great well it's been wonderful having you thank on the show you. Holland thank you. Haas author of consciously connecting her website is Holland Haas com. thank you so much thank you and thank you of course my listeners i hope you had some fun today and uh, as well as as listening i have uh, um how many shows do i have left i forget i think i have two more shows or is it one more show <laughs> Uh, one more show for the end of the year. Of course, this year, as always, talking alternative will be dark for Christmas week. We do take that week off to disconnect, and good. reconnect with family. We're, we're real clear about that. We shut down the center, and you know, we, we have a good time. And so, I'm encouraging all of everyone out there to also kind of do the same. Next week, I have to think of. I, I know I have someone special for ending off the year, and I got. I know I have someone really wonderful from California calling in for my first show in January. That uh, also an author just came out with a new book, so. We've got some great stuff happening. We will also, I'm not prepared quite yet to make the announcements, but we have a couple of things in the works. We're talking alternative, maybe some Mm -hmm. new shows coming on board in January. That should be a lot of fun and very interesting. So everybody, thank you for listening and we will talk to you next week.
2: You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
0: Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. Hey, all
3: you crazy listeners,
0: looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable
3: rates?
2: Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials.
3: at www.talkingalternative.com now broadcasting 24 hours a day talking
0: alternative are you on a path of consciousness or spirit is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you i'm sam lebowitz your conscious consultant and i am here to answer your questions and bring you experts in all areas of life to raise your awareness and support you in your evolution Tune in at my new time, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on www.talkradio.nyc. That's Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc.
2: You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network.